Could I add one last thing? Yeah. Think of it as generosity. Yes, yes. Think of it as generosity. I mean, just think of how you can be generous with yourself. You just need to be with other people. I'm Susan Goss, and as a seasoned therapist of more than 15 years, I'm honored to have had the opportunity to gain so much wisdom from so many people and love passing that knowledge on to others. So join me and some of my favorite friends as we share some tangible truths with you. Welcome back, everyone, to our series on mentoring on the Tangible Truth Podcast. Today, I have my very favorite guest in the world, and it's my husband, Steve Goss. Morning, Susan. How are you? Fine. How are you, Steve? Are you ready for this? I am. Now that you've locked your keys in the car and I've been all over town, (laughs) uh, we're ready to go. Steve, you didn't have to tell our listeners that I locked my keys in the car. Well, we're very transparent (laughs) on this podcast now, aren't we? Well, we are. And I did lock my keys in the car. Uh But uh, anyway, that was an interesting story. I've had an interesting morning, haven't I? You have. And you rescued me. I hope so. That's right. So thank you. You're welcome. Uh, So we're ready for the podcast. And uh, we've been doing a series on mentoring. And I've promised the listeners for a male voice. in this very interesting series on mentoring. And so I thought it would be really special to talk about how we as a couple have mentored couples, how we have mentored individuals, but mentored them together, and then how we've mentored individuals separately, but joined hands in doing that. And I think it's been wonderful through, we've been married for a very long time. Right. We have. And uh, so we've done that throughout our marriage and it's brought us closer, I would say. Would you agree? Yes. And I think that it'll be interesting for the listeners to say how mentoring as a couple, mentoring other couples um, has been throughout our marriage. And how they can do that. A lot of people don't think they can mentor other couples because, you know, our marriage isn't perfect, so we can't mentor. Well, how would we find time to do that? Right. Or all, all the excuses not to do it. So I'd like for us to be able to encourage other couples if they're married and uh, or just encourage couples to do that. Yeah. So, well, it's, you know, to be sort of co-laborers. Right. Co- co-servants. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is special uh, that we've been able to do that with each other. You've got a job and very busy. You know, I've had a job and been very busy, but to be able to do some of those things as a couple together, it's been really re- rewarding. And, you know, I think we feel much better about ourselves individually and as a couple after we've done some of those things. So I'm also a testament to the fact that you don't have to be expert in anything. Really, it's just a matter of being willing and open and being a good listener. You don't have to feel like you're a person that's got all the answers for someone because that's probably not what you need to be thinking as you go into some of this. You just need to come alongside some other people and listen and maybe ask them some questions that have arisen in your own mind to help them sort of see a situation a little bit better that they're in. You know, that's a wonderful point, Steve. And that's I think that's the key to everything as far excuse me is for somebody to feel like they've been heard really well. So being a great listener is most of the time what we've experienced they needed the right. most. 
is to feel like they've been loved, validated, heard. Somebody really, really, really cares for them. And that's been our experience, you know. And uh, for me, it it really drew us too closer mm-hmm. together. Yes. It connected us. So we felt like we were doing, alongside each other, we were in ministry together. Right. And that really draw, drew us even closer ourselves. So it was a real blessing to both of us. You know, different couples that we would minister to, for example, would be like couples in ministry. Right. And they might not want to go to anyone that's in their own congregation or in their church. Uh, it's what we found. Yes. And that makes sense to me. Uh, and it wasn't anything bad. No. That, you know, they needed to talk about. They just needed kind of some anonymity. Right. You know, just someone that uh, was outside mm-hmm. of the circle, so to speak. Right. And so it was, uh, it was a real honor for them to consider us. And, mm-hmm be willing to do that. And again, I don't know that we provided any fantastic advice. It was just really listening and helping them frame up what's going on in those situations. Uh, Part of it might just be kind of non-church, more employment sort of Mm -hmm. issues that were going on or something that we've had some experience with that, you know, we could just speak to and uh, understand Mm -hmm. and empathize with. uh, And that's all that was needed. So true, and but they and to your point, very honored. Yes. We were very honored to that, and sometimes just like you said, just over dinner, just needed some older people to talk to. At that point, who are you talking about? Older you, uh, um, and then there are, and other couples might be literally in crisis. You know, there have been other couples that have come to us like, "We need your help." Yes. You know, we're struggling and we know you've been married for a long time and and we just seek counsel from you and we need to know next steps and we are being transparent and letting you know where we are. And those are a little bit more serious and uh, are a lot more serious. Again, very privileged and honored that they would be that honest with us and sit down and with those couples and really help them with next steps, whatever those next steps might be, but sitting with them with a very non-judgmental approach and being good listeners. And those are a different type of mentoring, but they are certainly, um, and if we need to send them to counseling, we have been very blessed and honored to be able to help send some couples to counseling and that will be our part is finding counselors and and sending them because you know that i believe in counseling don't you yes well you know what's what's been uh, interesting for me in that is number one you know you're just being respectful Mm -hmm. of them yes Uh, you just want to approach them because you know it's out of a sense of brokenness that we all to come all ought to come to, you know, relationships and conversations because, you know, we're broken people. We're, a, we're not a perfect couple, like you mentioned earlier. So uh, we just want to be a listening ear. And uh, it's also been kind of a privilege for me to kind of see you in your mode uh, as a therapist with some of those folks too. Uh, you know, I, it's, it, it's gratifying. It's kind of fun for me. Also, it's 
congratulations because you do a great job. I know you're a great counselor and therapist, but I get to see that and I kind of see that come out uh, when we're together with those folks. Well, Steve, <laughs> make me cry. That's so sweet. Um, but, um, but you, I have seen, I'm going to brag on Steve now. One of the privileges that he's bragging on me, but y'all, he is the most humble man and he equally is wonderful with these couples in need. And I'm going to jump to as a couple, how wonderful it is when we join together to not just help couples, but helping individuals, you know. And one in my mind in particular, although it's not just one, but one in particular is, and near and dear to our hearts, is when we are able to help like single women with children. Mm -hmm. And one in particular that I'm thinking of is when we were helping or still do a a woman that started off her son was small at the time but now he's a grown man now yes but steve you took him from a little boy and have nurtured and mentored him from little to still you're nurturing and mentoring him and i think that is so magnificent how you trained him and helped him and shown him manhood, if you will, and taught him the godly principles of a godly young man, just been by his side. And he just, he just loves you. And I love him too. But I mean, you, he did not have a father and you've been a father in his life. The mom thinks I'm, you know, like a mother in her life. And we're just so honored. And, you know, you might speak to that. Yeah. Well, it was, you know, it was, it was a real honor. And he was, uh, I don't know if he was late grade school or yeah. early, uh, early junior high school, maybe late grade school late when we first school. started spending some time together. And people may or may not know, but, you know, we live on a, a little bit of property. So there's always work to be done. And I kind of grew up on a small farm and. So it's off. I've had the opportunity, at least a couple of young men, to mm-hmm. kind of work with them early in the life. This one in particular, and I, he drove my old beat 'em up truck out there on the property and put a few dents in it. So he learned to drive there. But you know, I can remember even having the birds and the bees talk with him that his mother wanted me to have <laughs> with him. And uh, so have seen him grow up, and you know, he was able to earn a little money while he was out there working for me and we could have conversations about different things uh, over time. And yeah, it's been uh, a real privilege to kind of see him grow up and kind of pursue his dreams and be gainfully employed and be in a relationship with a young lady. And uh, so all that's been a real privilege uh, for me. And it came very naturally, you know, it was, it was, an easy thing to do. And um, again, our situation kind of afforded me the opportunity to have him come, quote, work for me, but we did it alongside each other and, you know, gave me opportunity just to speak into him a little bit. And and so it's been good to still kind of have a relationship. We're not real close. It's not like we get together routinely all the time, you know, on some set schedule, but different things kind of get in our lives line us up from time to time so it's good to keep up with him 
Yes, and I'm so glad that you mentioned that you've done this with several young men because you have. You've done this not just with this young man, but several. And one that you currently do this with that you picked up when he was older. You know, I, I spoke about sometimes we pick up a couple in crisis and, and this young man was kind of in crisis and you picked him up, got him on that farm. You think the farm kind of fixes everything, but hard work and, far, and our boys will tell you uh, as testimony that, that uh, that's the truth. You kind of picked him up and have done the same thing and it's been reciprocal. I mean, he, we call on him if we're out of town to help out, you know, at the farm and stuff and and it's, it's just been beautiful uh, how that relationship has, has worked out. And that's through your mentoring with him. And that's us. And I, I love him as well. And that's been a beautiful thing that has, has worked out between us serving an individual as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's someone I knew when he was younger. But then over time, uh, as he grew older, he ended up, you know, getting trouble with the law. And so again, it was an opportunity for me to, because he couldn't get employed uh, because of some of that, it was an opportunity for me to have him work out on the land with me and he could earn a little bit of money. You know, then over time, it just became more just responsibilities that he had out there. And it was also neat to see him sort of really develop some ownership. Yes. I mean, he felt proud about how things looked. Yes. It wasn't just doing what I told him to do. It was some pride that he took in what we were doing, some of those things for mowing grass or mm-hmm. planting plants or whatever it might have been. And as it turned out with him, he's doing great. He's employed now. And a lot of those skills and equipment that he used out there, he's using in his present job. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. So God's very creative and, he and helpful in that way. And we were given opportunities here and there with him to witness. You yes. know, I remember when I wrote the book uh, that Day Spring asked me to write the devotional. I was able to give him a copy of the book, talk about the book. It was all about God and devotional. He was very interested. I could give that and he could give it to his mother. So it was like we were given little opportunities here and there to witness to him. And you witnessed him. I was having opportunities. So we utilized those without having to say, hey, you want to sit down and open up the Bible? Because that would not have gone well with him. And so it was more living out faith with him. And he kept coming back. I, I want the listeners to hear, you know, it's, and we made the point last week with the podcast it's not if you're afraid to mentor because, oh, I don't have every Tuesday at 2 o'clock available. I cannot do this. It's not. It doesn't have to be that way. It's a, It's more of a lifestyle in these instances that we're bringing up that they develop. And it's who you are. Uh, you may latch on to somebody for a short period of time for a for a specific reason or it's over time. And some of these couples we're still in contact with, but it may not be weekly and it may not be monthly, but then they come back in our lives because they know that we are very safe for them to come back to. They they would say, we need your wise counsel. We need advice here. We need, you're our safe place. Uh, we've got a couple in Texas that does that. And, you know, and we love them so much. We love, and we want them to do that. And that's part of our 
ministry get right. rid of that. Uh, another point that I want to make um, is that it doesn't even, I'm, I'm saying couple, but it doesn't even have to be a couple. It can be like my best friend and I, we mentored a couple of women. It could be two, my best friend and I, it, you and another man could mentor two young men. Right. You know, so you don't have to be married to double up. So you may say, I'm afraid to do this by myself. So I need a best friend to do this with. Great, do it, because I've never done this before. So grab a buddy to do it with you. Or you may think, well, this podcast is not for me because I'm not married. Again, grab a best friend. This might be their wheelhouse, and they may be thinking the same thing. Oh, I've always thought about mentoring, but I've been afraid to do it too. So let's do this together. Maybe not double up on one person, but, you know, try to get mentor two people. Is that a good idea? No, yeah. Well, you know, so in small groups, yes. you know, someone mm-hmm. might, might feel pretty awkward with anything other than a one-on-one. But again, if you want to kind of co-minister with someone of your own sex, for instance, then, uh-huh. you know, to have at least another couple that you're helping mentor, that kind of takes all the pressure uh, off of one person and just feel like I'm the only one in this. So to have small groups, not uncommon in churches and men's groups and ladies' Mm -hmm. Bible studies and all sorts Mm -hmm. of different things like that. But, uh, you know, and for men, it's often, you know, really helpful if you spend some of that time and you go to a sporting event or you do some outdoor activity or maybe it's musical Anyway, so guys want to be a little bit more active in what they do, but then, you know, it's it's with that time that they spend going and coming and during that, you know, they get to open up to each other and can be a little bit more transparent. And so those smaller groups like that are good where you can buddy up with someone that you know that kind of has the same sort of heart and you know there's a need out there, then you can open that up to them. So I think uh, that's all very wise. Uh, and very helpful. Again, there's plenty of other great people to co co work, co labor with. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Yeah, I love that. All these ideas, I think, are practical. They can be done. If this is your heart to men, uh, you know, to mentor somebody, you know, go to God, ask, do this through me, because it's a very doable thing. Uh, so if there's a fear in you, like I can't do this, I, I really would go to God about this because it's not a, it's not something that I think you brought it up earlier. Like I'm not, I'm not qualified to do this. Not trained. Not trained. No. You don't have to be. Right. You don't have to be. You do have to be available and willing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Is that the way you would end this? Yes. Well, I would, I would just say. Like I said earlier, at least for me, you know, you're very good at this. And I think you have your antennas up more than much more than what I do. But, you know, you just have to be open and be aware and listen for needs. But then when you're actually in the throes of it, just share what you've learned, Mm -hmm. uh, what wisdom you've received from other people. uh, But mostly just listen. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then kind of like I think y'all probably do in therapy all the time, just try to self-reveal that mm-hmm. back to them, mm-hmm. you know, so reflect that back to them mm-hmm. so they begin to see themselves, mm-hmm. maybe that they don't uh, accept with someone else listening to you. Mm-hmm. Very good. 
Steve, you've been so good. So good. <laughs> well, you're so kind, Susan. <laughs> so thank you. I appreciate you joining us. Well, it's so a pleasure much. to be here with you. Yes, I, I do appreciate you giving us. I mean, I hope and pray that we've given the listeners some ideas and that they'll at least pray about mentoring. Uh, we've got one more episode. So, could I add one last thing? Yes. Think of it as generosity. Yes. Yes. Think of it as generosity. I mean, so true. look for needs where you can financially help people with some things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be big, but sometimes those are a gateway to a deeper relationship. But whether it's money or not, just think of how you can be generous with yourself to others and just with what you've learned. Uh, and, you know, so, it, you know, again, you don't have to be an Einstein at, mm-hmm. you know, solving problems for someone. You just mm-hmm. need to be willing to be there for you. Yeah, sharing wisdom. Sharing wisdom, yeah. Anything I ever have learned, uh, I want to I want to give away. So that is a great way to put it, generous. If I've learned it, God's taught it to me, uh, one way or the other, right? right. And I want to give it away. Share. It's not for me to keep. It's for me to share. That's a great word. Thank you. He gave us He gave us scripture uh, for us. He He's given it to us for us to give to others. Right. Thank you. Welcome. Okay. Thank you, listeners. We love you. Tune in again next week. And if you haven't listened to episode one and two, go back and catch up. All right. We love you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast part of the KLRC Podcast Network.